Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. You're listening to the Visibly Fit Podcast. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy Pett. And every week, I'll give you holistic, practical solutions for everyday issues related to nutrition, healing, functional fitness, and behavior modifications. As a naturopath, fitness expert, and wellness coach for over 20 years, my goal is to empower you to reach for greater health and to rise up to your next level of living in mind, body, and spirit. You were created with greatness in mind. It's time to own it. Are you with me? Then let's dive in. Hello and welcome to this episode of Visibly Fit. I'm your host, Wendy Pett, and you can find this um, podcast now on the Edify app. So go check that out. Hey, do you like Velveeta and fried bologna? Huh? Well, if you do, you might be in good company today because my guest, Karen Dugan, who's also a dear friend, she used to love Velveeta and fried bologna. Hey, I have to admit, I used to like fried bologna sandwiches growing up too. My mom used to make those. But Karen is the, um, uh, she owns the Center for the Plant-Based Living. It's the nation's first plant-based nutrition and culinary education center. And it's located in none other than St. Louis, Missouri. Welcome, my dear friend, Karen. How are you today? Oh, Wendy, thank you so much. You have (laughs) edit. Can I just edit? Sure. That a little bit. Sure. Edit it. Um, I, I like how you're like, well, she used to like, <laughs> well, she doesn't eat it any longer. Should right. I say? Yeah. Who said I don't like it? <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Well, you are a cancer survivor and uh, that's one of uh, the reasons I have you on today because you have an incredible story and I know that that's what's propelled you to what you do today. And so I want to I want to just dive in because I've known you for a long time. We served together um, and have for years at uh, the health immersions uh, with with Dr. Stoll and some of the other doctors that uh, we know very well. But I, I'm just excited to have you because you're so much fun. Number one, I feel like like I said, I've known you forever. You love to sling plants around, as you say, and um, and you know. I'm a big fan of plants, as you know, because Visibly Fit is all about eating whole food plant-based. So I want to hear your story first, and then I want us to tap into why you do what you do and the way in which you do it. So let's talk about your story and what led you to where you are today. Okay. I I promise to try to keep this as brief as possible. In 2008, I lost my dad to cancer, and exactly 10 weeks later, I was diagnosed with cancer. So what kind of cancer, Karen? Uh, I had malignant melanoma mm. and he had prostate cancer that he just let go and let go and let go for years and years. And then it, uh, it traveled to his brain and took him mm. very quickly at the end. Um, but prostate cancer, as I'm sure most of your listeners and viewers know, um, your audience, um, it's a pretty, well, they call it a lazy cancer. So it's a slow grow, but my dad, um, tried to self-medicate, you know, he would be up in the middle of the night worried and would watch these 
truly awfully misleading um, infomercials and, mm. you know, that where the, uh, they would, they would say, oh, are you, de- you know, dealing with, uh, you know, prostate issues? Well, then drink this or take this and the snake oil uh, yes, approach. <laughs> yes. And because he was just, you know, he was a strong man and, and, and actually most of his friends were doctors. Mm. Um, he just never went to the doctor for it because he didn't want to hear the bad news. Wow. And, uh, yeah. So I usually don't talk about that part of it. So, yeah, but you know what, Karen, that's important actually, because I think that there's probably someone listening right now that might be in that same place. I'm so glad you brought that up because sometimes people live in fear of hearing the bad news that they just don't, they don't uh, even go to find out what's wrong in order to take care of themselves and to change the outcome of the situation. So someone listening needed to hear that. So thanks for sharing. You know, it's come a long way. I mean, yeah. pro- uh, prostate cancer is reversible in many, many cases because Absolutely. it is such a slow mover. Yeah. So um, I was diagnosed exactly 10 weeks after he passed away. And so you can imagine, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be a good daughter to my mom and a good sister to my brother and a good wife to my husband and, and try to get through all of this in my head and, and dealing with the loss of my dad. And, uh, my husband and I, Tim, who's my biggest cheerleader, Mm. uh, we were also rehabbing our home and uh, down in St. Louis city, there's a lot of old homes and we were taking a big duplex to family, uh, gutting it and, and rebuilding it into a single family. So not just a little like weekend project, you know, like yeah. I didn't serious it. project. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, you know, I, I just, when I was diagnosed, you know, you, you feel all kinds of things, you know, you're pardon maybe you're pissed, yep. you're confused. Um, you're sad, you're whatever, you know, every, everything all at once, plus sure. dealing with my dad, plus dealing with life, you know, so you're still I, trying I, to get through the grieving process with totally, your dad. Totally. Yeah, totally. It was just I, a whirlwind. And, mm. um, so I thought, you know, well, shoot, I really don't think that my time here is up. Not that I have too much to say about it, but I got to <laughs> take some control. And I thought about, you know, what healthy people do, mm-hmm. uh, air quotes. I don't know. You know, I thought I was healthy, you know, but clearly I wasn't. And so I thought, well, what do healthy people do? Well, maybe they, they go to yoga, they get acupuncture, they meditate. Well, I'm uh-huh. not bendy. I hate needles and oh my God, I'm a spaz. Meditation is not going to take on me. <laughs> Although I did try them all. And, um, I thought, no, none of this isn't happening. Like this isn't helping. I don't know what to do. I'm scared. I don't know what to do. And I was working at a medical practice then as the marketing director. And, um, I started, I mean, I went to Dr. Google, right? So I started, (laughs) you know, typing in immune boosting foods, uh, supplements, uh, anti-cancer, whatever. Like I was just like, ah, yeah. And, um, and this is back in 2008. And, and so, but interestingly, Wendy, all of the, the search results had something to do with a vegan diet. And in mm. 2008, not very many people said plant-based, right? All saying vegan. And right. as you just said, I am in St. Louis. I am in the middle of the country like you and everything comes to us last. Right. And if you were going to say vegan in St. Louis, 
then you were going to be ostracized. <laughs> C-U-L-T. You are part of the cult. And I thought, oh, no. Right. I don't know this. So I started reading these studies and and I couldn't get enough of them. I thought, like well, even like the China study. That was my first. That, yes. And that was hard to read. So I yeah. read that a couple of times. It's <laughs> a big um, one. But, the, but all these, I was reading all these medical studies first before mm-hmm. I jumped into the China study. And I kept reading and reading and reading and searching and searching for the one that said, that's bunk. Plants aren't going to help you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I, I'm, well, I'm still searching for that one. <laughs> I, I thought, well, okay, just to check off a box, I guess I'll do this crazy vegan diet, though. I don't even know what that means. I know it means no animal products, but I don't know what that means. Like, what, right. do, what do you eat then? You know, yeah, yeah. If you can have your chicken breast and your potato salad and you know what, who knows? So I, um, I, you know, looked around, looked around, I went to the grocery store and, um, I do remember that I was on PCRM's website a lot. I did find them mm-hmm. and they kept saying, eat the rainbow, eat the rainbow, eat the rainbow. And I was like, oh, okay. So <laughs> I, go to the, I go to the grocery store like and Skittles? I'm, like, what do you mean? No, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> well, because I was, I was, I started to re, you know, everything that had to do with this vegan diet and yeah. reversing uh, all these common chronic illnesses. Oh, yeah. and by the way, reducing the size of some tumors, ding, 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 ding. Right. So I thought, okay, well, I have to get all this green stuff. Gross. And uh, then I got the purple things and the blue things and the red things and the white things and the yellow things and all these colors in the cart. And then I went to the aisle to get the beans because beans, beans, they're good because they have something called fiber in them. Right. Yes, that's a good thing. <laughs> then I go and I went over to the, to the bakery and I had to graduate from the white fluffy, sometimes the, br- the brown fluffy, if I was feeling pretty healthy, <laughs> to this whole, like this big block of a something seated doorstop. Right. So I put that into the car, into the cart and I got home. And I thought, hmm, well, now what? <laughs> because nothing tells me how long to microwave it, you know? <laughs> Some of these things don't even have words on them. So I had to start Googling vegan 101 recipes. And oh my God, Wendy, I sucked so bad at cooking. I mean, I could not. In there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think everyone kind of starts out that way. <laughs> well, I think so. You know, I didn't have the pleasure of learning how to cook earlier at all, because I didn't, I've never been one to care really about food, uh-huh. you know, just give me something to microwave and I'll be along my way. Like I don't, you know, it's never a thing. I, so Tim and I, because we were doing this rehabbing at this time of our lives, we would wake up in the morning, go to our, we had separate gyms that we went to. We would come home, take our showers, get dressed, and then go to our, our offices, come home, throw on our gross clothes and get to pulling down walls and rewiring and plumbing and building this and whatever. And it was just two of us doing this. So I didn't have a kitchen either. So at 10 o'clock at night, when the news came on, comes on, we would call it quits for the night, eat dinner, watch the news, go to bed, do it all over. And wow. I mean, for years. Wow. So that was, that was life. And then, you know, insert your dad dying and start getting cancer and start, you know, all this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, I can remember one night and I mean, tension was thick, not bad. Just, it was just a lot going on. So he was sitting on this gross couch 
full of plaster dust and he was full of plaster dust. And so I would usually make dinner. Uh-huh. And usually that, that means something microwavable or maybe I would go down to like Qdoba. And so, but now I was, you know, learning how to be vegan for like a few weeks because again, I just wanted to check off a box. I don't sure. want to do this forever. Tried it, done it. Yeah, yep. <laughs> and work next. <laughs> and so and then that way you I, could say, see, nothing works. Nothing <laughs> I've tried works. everything. I'm trying. I'm yes, I'm patient. Right, right. So he's sitting there on this couch and he and I have this plate of assembled food. And and I'm hold. I'm giving this plate to him, and he looks up at me with these puppy dog eyes that he has. And I said, "Tim, what?" And he goes, "Karen, I gotta tell you, I think you're doing the right thing here. It makes sense, but oh my god, you're gonna kill us both." And I just because I was so horrible at cooking, and we just started crying. Like I was crying, oh, laughing. Like we're exhausted anyway. Yes, and it wasn't mean. He just didn't know what to do. And I didn't yeah. clearly, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. So got the hot sauce, ate dinner, called it a night. <laughs> and unbeknownst to me, the next day he went into the office and looked up vegan cooking classes in St. Louis. And I, which never even occurred to me because remember, I was not going to do this forever. I didn't right. need to learn how to do this. It right. Was, You're just going to try it. Yeah. You know what? If I try something and I fail, then clearly it's not a good idea. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, uh, we went and the instructor, the the chef who's we're still friends. We, uh, she was amazing. It was a sold out class. We all sat around big table. This is at a whole, pardon me, whole foods. And, um, she was, she was slinging plants just as, as, as great as she was. And all of the meals that came out to us were, I don't know, five or six ingredients each easy. She's talking to us, having a good time. And I thought, well, all right, I, I can maybe pick up some pointers. I can do this for a little while longer. Okay. And, um, after class, she called me and asked me if I wanted to be her assistant. Oh, and I was so excited. And I still like, I still think about that. I'm like, that's so crazy that I was excited about that, you know? And, um, so I did that for two and a half years at that time, we had two whole foods here in St. Louis and she would teach at one of them, both of them once a month at night. So I was her pack mule, you know, I would bring everything in. I would hand out the the recipes and I would do the dishes and I'd listen in and, you know, And, um, then after two and a half years, she left to go to Tennessee. Her husband was transferred and I said, okay, thank you. This has been wonderful. I was still vegan at the time. Yeah. And, um, and whole Foods says, where are you going? I said, well, unless you have somebody else I can assist, like, you know, thank you so much. It's been a great opportunity. I've learned so much. I'm, you know, and they said, no, 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 no. We think you need to teach. And I said, well, I'm sorry, but I don't think that we know each other that well. I have never taught anybody anything. No, nor do I have any plans on doing so. And they said, here's the paperwork. And I said, come on. So I get home and I tell Tim and he's like, oh my gosh, you have to do this. And I said, really? I'm not a, I'm not an educator. He said, Karen, come on, you come home and you are glowing. These two nights a month. You and are by the way, you are a great educator. You're a fun educator. <laughs> I, it, 
you know, it, it's a, it's a fun, it's a fun thing to do. Yeah. And, um, so we filled out the very, very simple paperwork and I started teaching and can I, let me just tell you something. I, you want to talk about imposter syndrome. We've all had it. Oh my gosh. I have never sweated so much in my life. <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I got up in front of that, that class the first time. And I thought, Holy moly, these people are going to come here, spend their time and their money and think that they're going to get something from me. So and they did. Well, <laughs> then I, I went and I got some pretty badass training and, and, you know, here we are in 2022. Yeah. And you've been doing it ever since. And so, yeah. When, what, what year was that again, that you started the plant-based or the diet in 2008, I started STL veg girl, uh, teaching in 2011, 2011. Yeah. So for a while now, my goodness, uh, time sure flies when you're, you know, flinging plants. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You can, you can use that one. Time flies when you fling plants. Anyway, I I, I just, I I love the way you teach. It's very fun. And your passion behind what you do uh, because of your fairy story and because of what your dad went through and because of of what you've seen people overcome themselves. And that's why I do what I do. That's why we do what we do is because we can see the outcome for people if they would just, um, you know, (laughs) follow along with the crazy diet that sounds crazy in the beginning, just like you did. And just like I did, quite frankly, back in the day, it's like, oh, oh, okay, this does work. And it changes numbers in your blood work and it reverses disease. And if you just stick with it, then it works. And so um, with that said, um, you have a brick and mortar business in in St. Louis and you bring people in and you teach. You also teach virtually, which we want to talk about in just a second, but you also are on television. You do a weekly segment there in St. Louis. What's the um, station there? It's the Fox affiliate and the TV, uh, the show is called the studio STL. It's a midday lifestyle show. Awesome. I love it. The studio STL. That's awesome. So yeah, so uh, STL veg girl has been your name ever since. And uh, it just makes sense. But I see you in Florida most of the time at the health immersions. And we always have so much fun. And we have our little beach walks and talks. And that's always uh, a gift to me. And uh, I enjoy your your friendship. But, you know, when it comes to what you do and your passion, um, you know, what would, what would you do differently? Is there anything that you would do differently knowing now, you know, what you know now, as opposed to back then, or would you keep the same uh, path and the trajectory of, of where you've been? Even though it's been very tough and very messy at times, I would keep it the same because I don't want to sound, but I, I, I paved my own path. Yeah. Um, as as you have, and as many people in this arena, this lifestyle arena have, because it's still, it's still new. Sure. Um, there's no school we can go to, right. There's, we have to figure it out on our own. And, um, I, I've gotten a lot of resistance, not so much in the last three, four years, but beforehand, because, of St. Louis and being a very conservative town. Sure. Um, but I wouldn't do it differently, Wendy, because I've done so many things trying to figure it out. I was in corporate America for a long time. And as my love for this lifestyle 
grew and grew and grew, it became, it came, I was very heavy hearted. Do I stay in corporate America? Do I, do I find another job that I can, I can just clock in and clock out of to make sure that I make money, get rid of corporate America and spend more time on, like there was so much. And I didn't know what was going to happen. Right. I didn't, I didn't know if I left corporate America, what was I going to do? The uncertainty. Yeah. Yeah. What was I going to still like teach classes at Whole Foods? Like really? Uh, Yeah. But that passion led you. I mean, it, it, it it propelled you. It it got you up in the morning, fired up, just ready to go. And, and it's because you've seen lives change and, and you have fun doing it. And you're again, a great instructor, a great teacher, and uh, you have fun helping others understand that they too, just like you um, in the beginning can learn how to make meals simple and healthy. And it's, it doesn't have to be like some big, you know, 30 ingredient list. You can do it very simply and make it taste great. And so you're great at teaching that. And I think that, the, you know, people want simplicity. People want like, I mean, people want it in microwave. So of course they want it simple, but if we can give it to them in a, a simpler fashion, then they're going to be um, more prone to uh, adopt this lifestyle, I believe. Don't you? That is the absolute truth. And especially yeah. coming out of COVID, if we are coming out of it, not quite sure. Yeah, I um, think so. Yeah. I, I just, people are, you know, I even find myself, I'm not, I never had ADD or any of that kind of stuff. And I find myself with ADD now squirrel, you know, like, oh yeah, <laughs> we need to simplify everything. And yeah. in quarantine, I started a Facebook kind of show or whatever, uh, just doing recipes online. And then that turned into something, you know, later, but, and I, I got a, you know, I mean, I got a lot of feedback on that and that was just using recipes that had seven ingredients or less. And again, with just, you know, with, with kind of going along with your idea of simple, 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 it has to be. Yeah. Besides, um, you know, recipes not being simple, enough for people to, to stay on board. What do you think maybe other hidden pitfalls are that, that people fall prey of and don't stay on board? What do you think they are that you've witnessed? You know, unless you have support, it's really tough. Yep. It's really tough. And I don't know if I would call that a pitfall pitfall, but you know, it's, it's something that I see a lot of, if you don't have support, um, It's it's really tough to stay true to yourself in this regard. Yeah. Um, until it becomes sticky until it becomes, uh, yeah. just the way of life. Yeah, right. yep. exactly. Exactly. But to get that traction yeah. is really difficult. Um, and I think also some other pitfalls, something I see and something I'm prey to. I mean, I, I get it. You know, I'm, I'm certainly not, you know, a hundred percent, a hundred percent of the time. And, um, you know, you see stuff online, you know, you have the supplements or you can go keto or, Hey, a little bit of oil is not going to hurt or, you know, six nights a week or what, you know, like all these little things that are working against the goal, the one goal that you have, whether it's reversing your type two diabetes, reversing your high blood pressure, uh, you know, all these things, power of the marketing dollar, right. That's being thrown in front of their face to detract them. Yeah and distract. Yeah, that's so true. Um, what, what do you, what's your favorite dish that you like to make? Do you have just one? 
I'm sure I've tried a couple of them, especially in the um, back kitchen back there, <laughs> the immersion. <laughs> one thing, one thing that I, I always, I always go back to, um, is, is air fried Buffalo cauliflower and buttermilk, buttermilk ranch. Quote unquote. Say, yeah. yeah <laughs> air by quotes. the way, can we just talk about this for just a second? Yeah. What you want to talk about an easy recipe. If anybody wants a great buttermilk ranch dressing plant-based recipe. Yes. And you have a Penzies in your, in your, or just go and get spices. Yep. Yes. Penzies buttermilk ranch seasoning or whatever it is. Yeah. Is dairy free. And you just add that. Is it, how's the sodium? No sodium. Oh, I don't have it. I don't have a bot. I don't have a jar with me right here. Curious. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, that some tofu, just a silken tofu. Yeah. And, oh shoot, is it, maybe I put a little lemon in there. I'm not quite sure. Or you can thin it out with like an oat milk or an almond milk or whatever. Um, I have, it's it's on my website. I'll give you, I'll send you the link. Yeah. And what is your website just right uh, now for people listening? So for all the recipes, it's stlveggirl.com. stlveggirl.com. Make sure you definitely go there and check out the recipes and whatever else, uh, the greatness that Karen uh, offers there. Um, yeah, you know, that would actually be really good. I'm sure you've probably done this, but on um, a homemade kind of uh, cauliflower pizza or something, right? Use that that sauce. You, and, you absolutely could. Oh, yeah. man, that would mm-hmm. be really good. Yeah. Like, um, hmm. <laughs> I'm like, hmm. Dinner. <laughs> My mouth is watering now. That's good. <laughs> That's so cool. Well, um, what is... Some, I always kind of ask this because this is fun, but what's something that maybe someone does not know about Karen Dugan? Maybe it's like a, a hidden talent. Maybe, you know, you can play the, I don't know what, <laughs> the fiddle. What, what can you do that I don't know about? Oh my God, I don't know. I can bend my thumb like this. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, let me try that. Oh, I cannot do that. That must mean something. <laughs> and my Everybody left arm try that. My left arm doesn't turn around and doctors always wanted to do exploratory surgery to see why. Really? Okay. Uh That is fascinating. (laughs) Well, Hey, Hey, there's that. Can you do that? You know, you got people probably trying to bend their thumb or at least they're going to tune in on YouTube right now to figure out what we're talking about. (laughs) Actually, if I, if I put enough pressure, I can really get that thumb to bend. But yours is really natural. That's awesome. I, I didn't know that was coming today. I would have been more scared. <laughs> Stinker. All right. All right. Well, if you had just one word or a phrase that summed up the entirety of, of who Karen is, what would you say? Excitable. Ooh, I like that. Excitable. Yeah. Because you really are. You get excited about, about people, about mm-hmm. helping people, about you're teaching and, um, and, and it shows you're just passionate. Um, what are you most excited about right now? Okay. So that's actually what I was going to say. The one thing that excites me the most about this entire business lifestyle, whatever is when somebody's looking at me and you see the light bulb go off. Yes. Like that aha moment. It just gives me, I just got chills. It's just, (laughs) I love it when people realize that they have more control over themselves than they ever thought they did. Yes. Yes. The coolest thing ever. I love it. I love it. And you're so right. It's like when they, when they uh, are are just like, Oh, 
oh, like, really? Like I can go into a restaurant restaurant and tell them how to prepare my meal. Yes. You're paying for that meal. You can yeah. tell them, please don't cook that in oil or please don't, you know what I mean? And they'll do it uh, for the most part. Right. Well, um, right. But even, even yes, that's an at home. thing. That's but yeah. If they just, if you, okay. I challenge everybody to not cook or bake or use any oil, salad dressings, anything for one month, weigh yourself in the beginning, weigh yourself at the end. And Wendy, I know you do these challenges. So I'm probably stepping all over. Oh, you. no, this is good. No, hey, but the more I'm the telling, Honest to God, if you have somebody, we all know somebody with type two diabetes, mm-hmm. unfortunately, I, I will bet you, I will bet you that they will have to titrate down on their meds by a little bit, at least by the end of 30 days. If you do not cook with oil, that means doing a dry saute. And we can talk about that work. You know, you and I can get on a thing together and teach everybody. Yeah. Um, bake without any oil, create salad dressings that don't have any oil. If you do that, and if you go out to eat and you ask for things to be steamed and not fried, if you do that for a month, you will absolutely see a difference. And then you'll really realize that you have more control because not only will you probably lose a few pounds, lose a few inches, but you will probably, as I said, titrate down on your meds a little bit as well. And you and I, girlfriend, see it every time we do that immersion. We do, Karen. It's amazing. And that's just one week, right? And so it, it's amazing what you what you can see after you stick to something for 30 days and 60 days and then 90 days. And it just continues to, um, you know, um, just that snowball effect, right? Uh, it just gets better and better with every uh, discipline that you use. But like, that's one simple thing. And then I know you're a big proponent, like I am, like you always say, put a plant on every plate. Amen. Put a plant on every plate, get rid of the French fries and put a salad. It's not hard, but it's just those simple things that you do every day that makes a big difference. And so, um, what, what would you say? A a lot of people struggle with, um, you know, and I don't know how you are with beverages that much, like, um, like with, with coffee and, you know, that's one of the biggest ones that people, um, tend to, fight me against, I guess, so to speak, uh, because they're so used to that neurological association of the warmth in the mug and the smell, and there's so much to it. And plus the, the kick from the caffeine, right? Mm-hmm. So what, what, what is your kind of go-to drink? Um, if, if it's not water, then it's LaCroix. Yeah. 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 Ooh. I love the um, coconut and the limoncello. What's yours? What's your favorite? I Hold on. <laughs> you got a good one for us. Oh. Yeah, I have I love it. Um, the Raz Raz Cranberry. Ooh, I have not had that one yet. And this is not an advertisement for LaCroix, but man, oh. that one sounds really good. You know, I know it was never a big soda drinker, so it's not like a fizz that I like, but I just do. I like it. It doesn't have any sugar in it. It's, you know, I yeah. have maybe one a day, but it's just nice. It's just one of my like, oh, I had it today. You know, yeah, it's kind of a treat really mm-hmm. when I have mine, I'm like, yeah, it's a little treat or I'll put it into um, maybe a wine glass and put some raspberries in it. If you know, whatever yeah. depends on which one I'm having, but uh, not the coconut one. That'd be kind of weird, but maybe coconut <laughs> raspberry. Hey, it's new. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. And um, Karen, what do you do for your workouts? Cause I know you are into the holistic health approach. So what do you, you'd like to spend uh, you used to, are you, what are you did, doing now? Yeah, good memory. Yeah. I did used to my girlfriend's studio closed and then I tried to go to other places, whatever. It doesn't matter. My favorite is rowing. 
Oh, you do. That's awesome. Yeah. I was yeah. a rower in college and oh, um, cool. Then tried to pick it back up the whole body. Yeah. 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 I, I love it. And mm. so uh, during quarantine or actually it was April of 2020. Yeah. Cause it was, we were just in quarantine for one month at that time and I was going crazy. And, um, I bought, I spent, you know, I put down a good chunk of change on this water rower. The name is called. Oh yeah. Rower. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've seen them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, I, I mean, and then I, I beam up, um, the hydro workouts. So I'm using those workouts on my water rower and it is, I mean, I did 30 minutes this morning. I love it. Cool. Mm-hmm. No, that's so good. I mean, it's, it's really about doing something and whatever works for you, right? Like you got to have that movement and you got to enjoy it. And you also got to mix it up a little bit. Cause we don't always want to work the same body parts the same way, but, um, but doing something got to have that movement keeps us sane. <laughs> it yeah. keeps our, the, the, it is the best medicine. It does keep me sane. Uh-huh. Yeah. We, we release a, the, dopamine, uh, and the serotonin, and we just are happy. We're happier. (laughs) So anyway, well, I just appreciate all of what you do and who you are as a person, Karen, and your passion, and that you came from not knowing anything and, and wanting to just really heal your, your body to digging in and saying, I'm, I'm all in. I just want to be in this space and learn and, and grow and look what, what, God is doing because of it. You know, he's, he's given you the gift to teach and share with others. And so, um, if, if y'all are listening and you're, you're looking for, um, just some simple recipes and some new ideas and go to stlveggirl.com and, uh, check Karen out and all that she has to offer. But do you have maybe, um, last words or words of wisdom you'd like to share as we end this podcast? The tagline, the STL veg girl tagline is a plant on every plate. Ah. So I didn't even know that. I just know you say it. (laughs) Oh yeah. And that's really, you know, if you don't want to go all in or if you have no intentions of going in, but you know that probably adding some plants to your plate is a good idea, then do that. That's perfect. I love it. Well, I appreciate you and I will see you soon at the immersion. I know that, but thanks for spending your time with us. And if you are listening and you know that this will benefit someone that, you know, feel free to share and uh, subscribe, make sure that you um, do a little rating and a review. Yeah, no pressure, but come on, please give it a little review. (laughs) Anyway, I appreciate y'all so much and stay tuned for uh, another episode next week, but we appreciate you listening. Take care. Well, that's a wrap for today's show. So thank you so much for tuning in. I love spending this time with you. To learn more and get more free resources, just head on over to wendypet.com. And thank you in advance for sharing this episode and this podcast, following and subscribing, not only to this podcast, but finding me on social media, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you are, I'm probably there too. Until next week in our next podcast time together, make it a visibly fit day.